The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media outlets, a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. From the hottest issues or trends for a daily social media minute, we're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. Erica, did you know I was a Girl Scout? Did you know I was a Girl Scout? (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember any of the loops and the camping techniques? Any of it? Uh no, it's just a fuzzy memory. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. It apparently takes a great deal of practice for you to hold on to some of those skills acquired at a young age. And for some, a dedication of entire life, um, which brings our attention to our first buzzword of the day. There is a big event where campers, <laughs> young campers can come together to share skills and acquire new ones, too. Exactly. Um, The 2023 World Scout Jamboree has officially kicked off. The opening ceremony took place yesterday. Um, And the Jamboree is going to take place until August 12th. Uh, this is the second time that uh, Korea is hosting uh, after the first time back in 1991. Mm. Uh, this year also marks the 100th anniversary of the Korea Scout Association. Look at that, a long, rich history and a momentous occasion. So what is the World Scout Jamboree exactly? We're streaming some of the images. I'm seeing a lot of mm-hmm. flags. I'm seeing what looks like campsites. Yeah, so the World Scout Jamboree is basically a global youth camping festival slash culture Olympics. Sounds fun. Uh, yeah, that's held every four years. If you if you are in Seoul right now, um, you you'll see a bunch of teenagers walking around in their scout uniforms. I saw a bunch of them at the airport when I flew in last uh, uh, week, and uh, some more actually. I I drove down to Kimton to visit a. A family mm. um, over the weekend, and the, there were a bunch of them at the highway rest stop area. They looked super excited. Anyways, the the jamboree, the history goes all the way back to 1920, mm. uh, and since then the event has been held every four years, hosted mm. by many different countries. And uh, this year's event in Semangum is the largest international event Korea is hosting after the COVID-19 pandemic. I don't want to oversimplify the event, but it's just so cute. Uh, All the boys in uniform, and it just sounds like a fun, exciting time. And Culture Olympics, sign me up. All right, so how many youths are participating in this year's event? Many, 43,000 in total. And uh, 158 countries are represented this year. This is more than the number of countries typically represented at the Olympic Games. Now, 3,896 Korean scouts are participating. Mm. Uh, UK has sent the largest contingent with 4,500 scouts. Okay, I can see why the probability of you running into them in uniform is high. That's a lot of people. And let me just clarify, I guess it's not just the boys. It's both boys and girls. And they're all here together to celebrate the occasion. So it sounds like just a fun, exciting event for teenagers, a camping festival on this massive ground, tens of thousands of fellow teens from around the world. Can you imagine the cultural exchanges that would happen here? And what language would you be required to communicate in? (laughs) I guess um, English. English. It's probably lingua franca. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) What else else can they expect? 
You know, um, a lot of these uh, young participants, based on what I read, have spent the last uh, few years fundraising for this big trip to oh. South Korea. They've been running raffles, organizing sponsored walks, bake sales. Bake sales. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and this Jamboree experience is going to enable these young people to basically make friends from all around the world. Mm. Um, and organizers have promised a safe, inclusive, and sustainable program for everyone. To enjoy and take away special memories. I'm assuming not everyone has had the Scout experience. So can we try to explain what happens at this year's program? Yeah, so the theme of this year's Jamboree is Draw Your Dream. Uh, there are 174 programs in total, which are designed around several core elements, including Scouting for Life and ACT, which stands for Adventure, Culture, and Tradition. Now, key programs include the opening and closing ceremonies, of course, mm -hmm. lots of flags, uh, survival activities like fire making and rafting. There's also a cultural exchange day, a Korean folk game experiences, Hanok village visits, and temple stays. Mm -hmm. And in addition to these activities, there are also extra stuff like uh, flying on hot air balloons. Mm -hmm. Uh, as well as uh, kimchi and tteokbokki making sessions. And delegates from each participating country is going to have the opportunity to showcase their culture, their traditions, and share various scout activities. Now, a food house is going to be set up in the compound. Uh, visitors can enjoy a whole bunch of traditional dishes from different parts of the world mm. and experience the culture of each delegation. This just sounds like so much fun. It's like the biggest camping event you'll ever see. Yeah, when do you see right. this many people come together for a joint venture around camping? Yeah, <laughs> <you know. laughs> I can say that I don't remember how to start a fire. I really don't. If you gave me a stick, I wouldn't know. Oh my gosh. I'm totally <laughs> I think that's all of us. Yeah. All right. So that's happening as we speak. The big scout jamboree, Draw Your Dream, is this year's theme. Let's move on to our second buzzword of the day. So he's come under fire for filing a complaint for alleged child abuse. We're talking about a celebrated Korean webtoon artist, Chu Ho Min. What seems to be the trouble? Yeah, so um, he shared recently on his Instagram uh, explaining what has happened in detail. He shared that last year his child's uh, sudden behavioral issues led to him being placed in a special education class. And uh, he wrote that since that day, his uh, son has been expressing extreme anxiety and fear, even refusing to go to school. So according to Ju, he felt this need to understand what was happening in this special education classroom for disabled students that would make mm -hmm. his child possibly anxious and fearful of returning to the classroom. So he placed apparently a recording device in his child's backpack for a couple of weeks and obtained yeah. information that made him actually file the complaint. That's right. And his reason for deciding to place that recording device uh, was to understand the situation at school better. Uh, his son, by the way, is in second grade elementary. Uh, you know, he's a second grade elementary student mm -hmm. and uh, he's got developmental disorders. So um, accurate communication is challenging mm -hmm. back home. So Julian wanted to understand what's going on. Um, according to Ju, the recorded content apparently revealed situations that were difficult to be seen as mere discipline. Mm -hmm. And he said he had reported the situation to the police to handle the matter more objectively. That okay. was his reason. Okay. 
And he also sought advice from five lawyers and also a child abuse specialist at the Yongin police station. Okay, so a statement believed to be written by the special education teacher involved also surfaced online after Chomin came forward with his story. And opinions have been sharply divided, and it seems that people online are taking sides either with the teacher or yeah. some remaining with you, but it seems a general consensus has shifted to maybe support the teacher. Yeah, because uh, this is what the special education teacher uh, wrote. Uh, this teacher said that Chu Homin's son had pulled down his pants in front of a female student during class. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girl was shocked, refused to go to school, and the case was reported as school violence. Mm-hmm. Now, the recorded conversation between the special education a teacher and Chu Homin's son uh, captured the the teacher expressing concern about the son's behavior. All right. So then, what did the teacher say to Chu's son? Yeah. So she, the, the teacher said that uh, it is wicked to pull down one's pants in front of another student during class. Okay. Uh, they use the the expression wicked. wicked. Wh- you know, mm. and the teacher also explained to Ju Sun that because of what he did, he could not have lunch with his friends or be with his friends. Mm. Uh, and the teacher explained that their intention was to make sure that something like this does not happen again in the future. Okay, so Juomin, the webtoonist, has emphasized the matter is currently under trial and mm-hmm. that people should wait for the court's verdict to determine whether teachers' actions were appropriate discipline or abusive to a child with developmental disorder. So it's a sensitive issue, is it not? But it seems that the public is already outraged taking signs. Yeah, that's right. Um, however, Juomin has apologized to this uh, female student involved. Okay and uh, her parents for the behaviors his son displayed. Now, as you said, as the trial's outcome is still pending, there are plenty of conflicting opinions regarding Ju Homin's decision to file a complaint against the teacher. Now, 80 teachers and parents have su- uh, submitted a petition in support of the teacher. Uh, the Korea Federation of Teachers Association submitted a petition to the Suwon District Court. Uh, it is urging severe punishment against Ju Homin for putting a recording device in his son's bag. Mm. Now, the Federation is saying that if the recording is accepted as any sort of evidence, mm. proof of evidence, then that's going to set precedents and urge other parents to perhaps follow suit <sighs> and quickly plant their own recording devices in their child's bag. That's the trouble with legal yeah. uh, grounds. It's about setting precedents. And does that encourage certain behavior, even if it doesn't warrant it? Not everyone would right. have the same situation as a Jew or, or their family. Uh, it's it's troubling, absolutely. But I think for now, refraining from making these hasty commentary on who's at fault and using nasty words probably doesn't help the situation. But I'm seeing a no, lot they- of anger. Exactly. The consensus is not helping Ju Homin because right. a TV show that features Ju Homin, uh, which was you know, scheduled to start airing uh, on August 1st, has been indefinitely canceled. Mm. Um, uh, the teacher who was sued by Ju Homin has returned to work. Mm. They were temporarily suspended. Uh, Ju's son, in the meantime, is preparing to transfer to a different school. So that's where things stand for now. Okay. Now, questions of could there be prejudice when, you know, there's sort of a scarlet letter on the yeah. child, too. I mean, that's something that we ought to look to as well. The, the student needs protection just as much as a teacher. Absolutely. It's not one cancels the other. 
it's sensitive times in light yeah. of the recent suicide, uh, apparent suicide of an elementary school teacher. Right. But for now, I, I guess refraining from that nasty commentary, uh, that might be a good start. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to our last story and skip okay. the song. <laughs> I think I'm interrupting you way too much, Erica. Okay, so oh. our final story today, Rogue Reptiles is apparently a major problem of pet abandonment in South Korea, really. Yeah. Yeah, so what happened was uh, last month, uh, a crocodile sighting was reported in the city of Yongju, oh, wow. the province. Um, after the sighting, local authorities tried for days to capture the animal. Now, this crocodile was eventually captured by city staff at a local uh, animal feed factory last Thursday. However, the thing that was caught was not actually a crocodile. It mm. turned out to be a, a lizard, a mm. savanna maunder lizard, mm. which is a medium spike, uh, size species uh, that is native to Africa. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then you start to ask uh, all kinds of questions. Why are you here? <laughs> I know, right? All right. So somebody has mistakenly thought that they had seen a crocodile one. It was a lizard all along. I mean, if you look at the size of it, we're streaming the image shortly, that is. Uh-huh. It's it's huge. Is it? I mean, compared to a crocodile, it's really <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Well, You're right. But I mean, for someone who doesn't see, well, most of us right. who don't see crocodile on a regular basis, I would scream right. at the presence of this reptile, too. Yeah, this is not your pet iguana we're talking no, about. No, it's not. It's not right. cute by any measurable standard. Yeah, anyways, this lizard uh, seems to have walked on land because they don't swim for about 10 kilometers from where it was initially seen. Uh, and reported uh, to the animal feed factory. And uh, from afar, it could have looked like a crocodile to an untrained eye. Now, the lizard is currently temporarily housed at a zoo in Kumi. And uh, it appears that uh, many lizards and reptiles are abandoned in Korea. You know, people Uh, are initially drawn and attracted to these animals because they're so exotic looking. Right. Having them at pets at home, especially in an apartment, is really tricky because, you know, come mating season, they become aggressive. Yeah. And feed them, they grow really large in size. And uh, yeah, many of them end up being abandoned. Uh, it it turns out most of the abandoned animals are either dogs or cats, yeah. but a significant number of reptiles, including lizards, big ones, or iguanas, yeah. are also left behind. I, That's I guess right. I guess because we don't get these stories as regularly, um, I don't. I guess I didn't even notice, but it does happen. Yeah. You know what? And if they grow really large in size, they can be a threat to people. Just recently, they, they discovered an eight meter long snake oh, wow. on a mountain in Tebek, <sighs> uh, which was photographed. It was all over social media. And uh, yeah, enforcing laws. I mean, currently, the new law uh, that was uh, established back in uh, 2021 stipulates fines of up to 3 million won for people who abandon their pets. But it's really hard to enforce that law because you know, a crime cannot be punished unless there is a clear witness. Mm, did you see them actually abandon the animals? Right. Uh, okay, so still a long ways to go when it comes to animal rights. We'll leave it there for now. Yep. Thank you very much, Erica. <laughs> have a safe Pleasure. day. We'll have see you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.